Welcome to Trinity Word Ministry. Tonight we're going to look at, well, three separate places in in the Bible. There's uh, it's Isaiah chapter 62, Ephesians chapter 6, and then we'll go to 1 Thessalonians at the end. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. If you're going to church and you have a godly pastor, that, that is a watchman. And they have been sit there by the Lord to cry out, to warn, and to admonish even at times when we get out of line. We may think that the pastor is trying to mind our business and get in our business and things, but they're there for a reason, and they're there, if they're a godly man or woman, they're there to warn us of the dangers to come. Now, in the old days, when those cities was fortified with walls or the castle was fortified, they had individuals that stood on the wall, and they watched and they looked out. And when they saw the enemy approach or danger approach, they would cry out. They would sound the alarm. And you may have heard of the clarion call. The clarion call is just a clear, pure, loud sound. And it was a clarion call that called the individuals to the impending doom or danger. You say, why am I going here tonight? What, what is us all about? Well, I'm sure you've realized that the last two years has been a little bizarre. And going to church, you see that churches, church attendance is off, church uh, people is off. And those pastors, they're, they're carrying a huge load. So if you don't pray for your pastor, how dare you? You, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because they're there to do a, and a job that God has called them to do, and that's to warn of impending danger. I have set watchmen upon the walls of Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, day nor night. They're calling out what they see and what the Lord has told them. And, you know, sometimes the danger is not visible. Oftentimes, the danger, the spiritual danger, is invisible. We don't see it. We can sense it. We can feel it if God allows us to, but we can't see it physically. And they're there to warn of those invisible dangers, the little sins that so easily beset us. They're there to tell us and to warn us and to show us the error of our ways, to direct us, to help us get back on the right path when we stray. They're there for a reason. Pastors, most of them, don't make a lot of money, so they're not doing it for the cash. They're doing it because that's their calling. They're not doing it as a profession. They're doing it as a calling. Now, if your pastor is doing it for a profession, Perhaps you need to find you another church to attend. 
they're there for a reason. And that's to warn us. Ephesians chapter 6, starting with verse 10, says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Those watchmen that was set on the wall of Jerusalem, they weren't up there without protection. The walls protected them, of course, but they also had their armor on you should never, ever go out without your armor on. Because if you go out without your armor on, you're in danger. You're in danger of being slaughtered spiritually. You're in danger of being tempted and led astray. That armor is to protect you. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor, not just a piece or two, but all of it. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching, see there's that word again, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You are required to be a watchman for your fellow brother, for your fellow sister. Not just your pastor. Yes, your pastor is called to be a watchman, but you are also called to be a watchman. Are you being about your father's business? Are you warning of the dangers that you see and feel and sense coming? Or are you just relying on that man or woman standing at the pulpit however often they stand. A lot of churches only have one service a week now, but perhaps they, you, your church has two, three, four, five, whatever. Maybe you have a church that has a, a service seven days a week. Are you still relying on that individual that is your pastor to be the watchman and forgetting that we are all to be watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication? So you are called to be a watchman as well. Now, if you're a, a parent, you understand what this is. You understand that you're supposed to, especially if you have young kids, toddlers, you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to protect them and, and warn them of danger, physical danger. You know, don't touch the hot stove. Don't do this. Don't do that. Are you warning them of the spiritual danger? Are you warning them of the things to come? Again, this world's getting crazy. Are you warning them? Are you being about your father's business? But what is your father's business? Your father's business is to love one another, to take care of each other, to show each other love, and to protect each other. So in one respect, we're all called to minister, of course, because he told us all to go out and to preach and to teach until all know 
but we are to warn one another. We're not to, and that includes those individuals that you just don't get along so well with. Oh, well, you're a Christian, you get along with everybody. Well, no, that's not always the case. But you're required to tell those individuals as well and to warn those individuals as well. It's up to you. You may be the last guard before harm comes to someone. Think about that for a second. You may be the last guard before something harms your neighbor, your friend, your family, your co-worker. Are you warning them? Are you showing them? Are you being about your father's business? First Thessalonians, starting in chapter 5, starting with verse 12, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. You are to warn each other. You are to be your brother's keeper. Cain asked, am I bro my brother's keeper? The answer is yes, we are. We are. We are supposed to take care of one another. We're supposed to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And don't you warn yourself when there's danger coming? Don't you, aren't you uh, situationally aware so that you can protect yourself? Well, we should be situationally and we should be spiritually aware to protect our neighbors. So often I see individuals that are situationally aware. They are aware of their surroundings, physical surroundings. They know of the danger around them, but yet they're oblivious to the spiritual danger that is around them. We have to be spiritually aware. We have to be physically aware. We have to be situationally aware, both physically and spiritually, of the dangers that are around us. Well, it's invisible. How can I see what the danger is? It's called discernment of spirit. God will let you know, but you are required to let others know. It's that important. And as we get further and further and closer and closer to the coming of the Lord, it's going to be even more important for you to warn those around you. So I encourage you, you are that watchman. And there are others watching for you. Pray for those individuals that are over you, that are watching for you, to watch out for you. Pray for them. The pastor, the leaders, your friends, your co-workers. Pray for them. But be about the Father's business and watch out for others. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings. 
upon us, Lord, and we ask, Lord, that you'll move and that you'll stretch forth your hand. Lord, that you will teach each and every one of us how to be that watchman for the others that we need to be. Lord, we know that you can do this. We know that you can teach us. We know that you can guide us. And Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Until we talk again, y'all take care of each other.